Welcome to Goth Mom, the podcast for the aging alt weirdo. I am your host, as always, Perry Lerner, and with me today is my producer slash husband slash lovely sometimes co-host, Jesse. It feels weird saying your name. How are you doing, Jesse? Doing all right. Da 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 da. We're of course discussing Gilligan's Island. No. No. I mean, and I mean. We're not really discussing too much of Wednesday because we haven't seen a lot of it. Yeah, we, we literally just had it on before we started podcasting, which is why it's fresh on the brain. Yeah, uh, ironically, we are recording on a Wednesday, though, which is unusual because usually I am releasing a new episode on Wednesday. But today I wanted to... Uh, this will be posted before 11.59. It counts. Yeah, well, I wanted to wait until the end of the... Uh, till we got the Georgia runoff results mm. to just talk about that because I am... As you know, a political nerd. Um, yeah, so we have 51 seats. We have a solid majority, which That's is right. very exciting. Um, I told myself I was not going to watch the results. Uh, and, of course, so, th- okay, so that's what happened. You weren't home last night. Our baby was hard to put down. So I was like, okay, our neighbor's texting me about it. I'm like, whatever. I don't need to watch an update. I just kind of want to relax. So then I go to put on Peacock to watch um, Parks and Rec, and then it turns out, oh, Steve Kornacki is right there for me to watch. Okay, well, this is obviously fate. So I turned it on, and uh, yeah, got to bed before 11 o'clock because the results came so quickly. Hmm. So uh, that's pretty exciting that um, that Warnock won, uh, although alarm... Did you see it was like over three points that he ended up winning? Yeah, and sure. we, we discussed that, that that's pretty much what ends up happening with these things is that as the night... It, it is hilarious that so much of the right wing, they're starting to complain now, like uh, with every election. They're like, I remember when it was election day and not election month. While in the very next oh breath, my God. we need to be more secure and careful with our elections. And that means... Whoever, also, like, whoever's winning after counting for five hours is the winner. Also, I'm, like, driven crazy when the politicians say that, which obviously they're pandering. But some of them, like, are dumb enough to think that they, all the votes were counted. But they're like, oh, this this should be easier. It's like, no, elections weren't this close before. And also, are we forgetting Bush v. Gore? Are you actually paying attention to me? I'm trying to look up the dumber quotes of Herschel Walker. Because <laughs> we did... No pregame on this. Well, I mean, we didn't need to go that into because, it. Because, well, we no, to... you know why? Because the gothiest thing about this is Walker. That he says he's a va- something about vampires. He's unsure whether he wants to be a werewolf or a vampire. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Walker, Walker mentioned during a speech that werewolves can defeat vampires, saying that he wants to be a werewolf after that discovery. I wonder if he got that from True Blood. 47% of the vote. Insane. It really <laughs> is insane. And, like, people saying he's a man of God when, like, Raphael Warnock is a reverend. Like, yeah. just so ridiculous. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, people are just dumb, right? But you got yourself into a bit of a doozy on Facebook the other day, speaking of left. 
If we want to talk politics, I'll, I'll get into this. Um, well, I didn't really know about it. Someone leaked it to me. Yeah, uh, somebody, somebody snitching. Someone out there. snitching. <laughs> uh, someone's tattling. Um, but yeah, you want to? Yeah, I, 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 I will talk about that. So, look, dear listener, hi, it's Uncle Jesse. How you doing, Jesse? All my all my little rippers out there, as we call you around the house. All right. So, despite the fact that I consider myself to be a very liberal, progressive person, I have been very frank about the fact that I came from a very blue collar, lower class town eh, family as well, who may have had some bad beliefs about people that I had to shake as I grew up. May have been very interested in the early stages of the alt-right. Keep in mind, early stages of the alt-right basically being like, man, what if, the con- what if you could be conservative without being religious? Like, yeah, 2005, 2006, that was, that was the bee's knees. That was like the Christopher Hitchens. Christopher Hitchens, obviously, not the most conservative guy ever, ever. But, like, at the same time, was willing to call a spade a spade and thought all the religious shit was bullshit. Um, so yeah, I was into some of that stuff and then go fit big Ayn Rand fan. And then I Yikes. went, yeah. And then I went, you never even read it. You I know, know enough it. about Ayn Rand. Tell me, it's, summarize in a paragraph, the philosophy of Ayn Rand. She sucks. That is the philosophy. No, isn't she like the basis of libertarianism? And libertarianism has its own idiot. Libertarian has, has more than enough fucking dumb economy fathers without needing her for a mother but yes she is uh she was a big effect uh on alan greenspan who did a lot with this country and then famously wait, wait. can we ask her can we asterisk this for a second and say uh J- jim my stepdad uh he used to call himself alan greenspan when he was giving me and Sarita paper to draw on so we would be like, like calling oh him like Mr. Greenspan, not having any idea what we were saying, and he was just like, like you know, obviously making a joke. Was Jim libertarian? No, no, no. He was just like, "That's like, I right, just call me Mr. Greenspan." You know why? Because this paper is not backed up by precious gold. I can just print it whenever. No, I think the joke was on Greenspan himself. Like, I don't think he saw himself as Alan Greenspan. Okay. Like that. that it was just. He's, I mean, it's the same reason why our bird was named Ozzy, short for Benghazi. Oh, God. Yeah, so there you go. So, Just a weirdo. So anyway, my point being, despite my current politics, I still have some bit of a conservative streak in me. And uh, a, lot of the, a lot of that can just be traced to practicality, which, you know, as much wedge issues work so much for the right. But when it comes to the left, I mean... We really are like, hey, you know how we've had, you know, the working class voting for us for 50 years? Guess what? I found somebody on the LGBTQ spectrum. There's nine of them in the whole world. Let's go solely after their needs and ignore everybody else. Now, I want everybody. Everybody should be legally protected under the law. But, uh, all right, like, I'll, I'll, I'll say it right here. Controversial. Um... Again, I believe trans people should be 100% covered and, you know, protected under the law. Same thing with disabilities. They're considering the amount of people they make up, uh, just percentage-wise, it is insane to pursue their... It's insane to pursue them as a voting block. And the actual argument we had here 
is uh, sort of, I, I know, obviously, trans and drag queens I are very, very different. I just want people to know I have the look on my face right now. She has a look. It doesn't matter. It's not like I'm just being She quiet. married me. You're like Mussolini's wife. You're getting hung upside down with me in town square. So, uh, there was a news story. Um, the issue of Drag Queen Story Hour has come up multiple times in really like the last year. I know it's the rarest thing in the world. And it's, well, one in Ohio got canceled due to uh, threats from the right. And Which, let's pause and say, that's fucking insane. That's fucking insane. Yeah, you'd have to be dumb to do that. And, it, well, alright. So, it got canceled. There were threats from uh, righties. And then there was a disagreement within the people putting on the show as to whether or not they should have... Uh, basically, they, they wanted police security. And this is where lefties hilariously fuck everything up for themselves. Is what happened was the drag queen performer wanted police protection, but the people putting it on, I'm sure it was some kind of like anarchist fucking shoe store, were like, we can't have the fucking pigs here, man. So basically, like, they half canceled it due to the right wing and half just good old-fashioned lefty circular firing squads. I didn't th- hear about that. I heard about the guy in North Carolina who, like, North, shut down North the Carolina's entirely electrical different thing. grid. That's what I thought you were referring to. I didn't know about no, that. No, a guy in North Carolina to stop a drag queen story time uh, to trigger the limbs destroyed an electrical transformer that has left one county in North Carolina without power for about five days now. It's still without power. Yeah, and, and a friend of mine's father just moved down there. That's what they, I... Making the joke, my dad's been there two weeks and they had their first terrorist attack. Because that is fucking ridiculous. It's, it's very fucking ridiculous. And not to mention, now that this is an issue, I would say, like, don't cancel a single fucking one. Keep on doing it because these... It's not like you're going to cancel Drag Story Hour and fucking Buck in the fucking baseball hat camo is going to be like, I guess you weren't pedophiles after all. We'll just call it back. But the argument I do want to make is why are we trying to plant a flag on the smallest, most insignificant hill? Why do children need drag story time? Why do children need to know anything about drag? Uh, And I think the argument was, I mean, I did not see, I know what our argument was before you even posted it on Facebook, Mm -hmm. but I think most people are like, well, you don't need it but it's it's fun it it seems i mean what about drag brunch kids are going to drag brunch drag brunch brunch overall is more for adults for one thing if a kid happens there is a difference there there is a difference between children are allowed and children are the target audience you know what made me think of drag brunch as an example though was when we when we were in uh walking on main street we had looked in and saw a drag brunch it, it got pushed inside. It was all supposed to be outdoors. Or wait, was it a day. video you showed me? Maybe it was a video of like a little kid at their first drag show, drag brunch, and was like being cra- called out by the queen. I don't think that was me. The only video I've seen a little kid at a drag brunch as a kid that they allowed doing drag, and that's a that's a way further like nah, that is unequivocally kind of fucked up. So you're th- I. I'll clarify and say your thing is, like, because you do watch drag stuff, ironically. Yeah, you, like, can't, that's you, the, you can't say I'm anti-drag. I like drag. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you you love Trixie and Katya. Trixie Mattel, And the fact that girl. you called out real drag queen names, I'm like, ugh, I do love that you oh, yeah. know these that, 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 that is the joke. Like, hey, 
maybe let's pay attention to the suburban, you know, middle class, working class, instead of whether or not Alaska Thunderfuck gets to read Horton Hears a Who. Yeah, so... Uh, why do I keep saying Horton Reads a Who? I don't but know. But really... That, that and is, also, and you do, you do love, you loved Dragula when I showed it to you. You yeah. like Sharon Needles. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is funny that, like, it probably came across as, like... Mm-hmm. You're not, you know a lot about drag culture, and I feel like that is actually well, where your argument is coming from, is because you do know about drag culture, and <clears throat> you know it tends to be... For one thing, to for to sanitize any subculture to the point that it's acceptable for children, I don't really like. I don't like it. Like, we talked about this before. They made fucking baby metal. It's fucking gross. Oh, well, that you is... Cannot, you cannot tell me that fucking 40-year-old men into 13-year-old Japanese yeah. girl dancing around to metal. You cannot tell me there is not a, 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 a non-negligible percentage of well, boners And in that's the crowd. what I was going to say. You can't really compare those because baby metal is gross for a totally different reason. Right. It's not really the metal. But even like... Like, 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 like a chipmunk punk. My first. I was about I, to say. I was about to say. What about music that's made for yeah. kids from adult music? Like I, I remember seeing something. It was like punk rock for Christian kids, and it's like literally like obey authority. My mom and dad love me the most, and like to take fucking. <laughs> you can't. I, I'm sorry. Gay subculture is all about. I know we cleaned it up, but like it's about who you love. Yeah, and also a lot of it's about who you're fucking. And you can't completely drag the sex drag. out of a drag shit. Thank you. Because, like, all the things I watch is just like, let me tell you, honey. You think you've been down under. You Let me tell you about bottoming in a, in a tropical island. And like, by the way, also, are you my mother? I th- that is an angry snort, not my mother. I feel, well, I mean, if you stick to the script, you can do anything, right? But the fact is, it's just like over the top. I think. There are plenty of things that are over the top. I think fucking, like... I would rather have a queen read to my child than a fucking clown. Again, I hate the whole fucking... Clowns are scary. Eh. It's 2004. Clowns are scary. Isn't bacon fun? Pizza. You are... I hate that you are on this because most people aren't afraid of clowns or think clowns are creepy because it's cool. It's because they had some fucking trauma... From a clown when they were younger. See, and you know what? I'm sure that's where the people protesting drag story time, that's actually, they have mistaken them for clowns. And they're trying to oh keep... Oh my God. They're trying to keep Bozo away. The irony is in next week's episode, when I have my mom on, we talk about my fear of clowns. Yeah. A clown, but, a clown is just a drag queen that kept on putting on makeup. Well, it's like what Ellie and I... I stole that. It, that's not original. It's like what Ellie said. Like, in a year, you're going to be taking our kid to drag... Story time anyway. Oh, probably. and by the way, this is the thing I'm always willing to put out there. Maybe I just need to see it. And because I got in a whole Facebook argument with people about this, I literally was just like, you know, tell me. And people made the argument where uh, one of the things I wasn't aware of, I don't know how true it is, one of the things I was not aware of that apparently one of the origins of this was uh, local libraries just putting out things for like entertainers to read to the kids and a drag queen taking them up on it. Oh, I didn't know like, that. That like, makes okay. sense, though. As an origin story, like, that gets it. And by the way, again, being a fan of drag, like, get that fucking money, girl. I'm not holding that against you. I find, I find, I find the fucking parents odd that are into that. It feels like a very big progressive flex, like, you know. 
we took we we took little ni- well now it has to be uh, gender not informed. We took little Nillion. Take a guess, you're wrong. We took little Nillion to drag story time, and then uh, got her a plan B to to go in her in, in her cocoa. That's bubbles. what's so weird is like you're comparing those two. Like that's totally different. I think it's very much the same. I think the parent who so you're talking. I, I, I think I think the the people who. Would, who were excited for kitty pole dancing classes? Very much want to take their kids. Kitty pole dancing? Class? Oh, it's a thing. And you know what the argument was? It's fitness. It's fun. It's like a jungle gym. Put on your spanks, Serena. As someone who grew up in like in the dance world as a kid, like like dance that is sexualized. Oh yeah, like it's, it's very weird. weird. Like if if our kid does dance, like it will be a very Dude, like go, specific kind of. Go go to any beach and look at like the fucking like no no child under twelve should have a bikini. Yeah, Leah talked about that. That like they're like babies with like bikinis. Yeah, it's really a little strange. Um, actually, the book I just read. Um. All good people here mm-hmm. for the book club. Um, it's like a John Bonet thing, pretty much. Uh, and uh, the girl is a dancer and has like the guy, the guy who ends up killing her. Spoiler alert! Well, not spoiler alert because it's not true, but whatever. Anyway, the guy who ends up killing her has like a fascination with like little girls, like perform, and it's just mm-hmm. like sexualizes girls in general. But regardless, before we move on, I think eventually we need to bring our child to a drag show cuz I or not drag show, excuse me, a drag read along cuz I also have not experienced and don't know what it's about. And I think we probably all have fun doing that. Yeah. I I'll give it a try. And, and honestly, uh oh, you know what? I am just going to say this unobserved thought. I'm not as weirded out about taking a girl as I would a boy. I don't know why that is. I'm trying to wrap my head around it right now. Uh, again, again, anybody listening has been a little bit upset. This is literally how my thought pattern works. I notice a thought, uh, a prejudice thought, and I go, why the fuck do I think that? And then I ask questions. I know some people, uh, some people are just better people and they don't have bad thoughts. But, uh, for the rest of us, like, yeah, you need to work through some shit. My dad, my dad was a fucking racist and I... Grew up in a very homophobic area and time, which I can't even, I don't even think I knew any gay. You know, the first gay person I knew was my first girlfriend when she said, I'm breaking up with you. I want to date your crush instead. Well, there you go. Shout out Ashley and Lisa. Well, that is one thing I will say that I love about you is you always keep an open mind. And that's why I like that you take to Facebook sometimes because all these people do the work that I am doing in our kitchen while our rabbit is thumping because of my pitch. Okay, moving on. And and, and wait, wait, just to state one more thing. Because, yes. unfortunately, people will immediately go, like, well, what about the right-wing guy? Like, well, guess what? The right-wing guy doesn't get brought up because it's not an argument. Fuck that. To use physical, violent intimidation to shut down anything you disagree with. Unless it is, like, the actual... Unfortunately, this is where that QAnon bullshit comes in, where they think it's actual fucking children being tortured to death and their brain being harvested. Like... God, but yeah, obviously, fuck that guy. That's not an argument. I'm trying to have an argument. That's why I'm not focusing on that part. Appreciate that. Um, Okay, so yes, moving on. Um, It is the end of the year, and as we always do at the end of the year, we get our Spotify wrapped. Oh, yeah, I got to pull that up. I was, like, very excited 
to get that as most of us are. Um, I so our we we always named up Finn McKinty, but he did on his YouTube a roast of people's Spotify raps, and he said girls have the better um, taste, like they have the more diverse taste, and I think he would have appreciated my Spotify rap. Um, so, baby, what's yours? What are your top five people? Oh, with well, what do I people. find this? I'm just in the thing. Um, you have, <laughs> you have to go to like your. Show me. Oh no! Wait, maybe it stopped. It's there. It's just gonna make me there fucking watch it. Yeah, just. All right, maybe we. Maybe time... we should call these apps. Gath Goth Goth Gavin. I Goth, didn't. Goth. I didn't mean to say Gath Gavin. Gath Gavin. <laughs> Oh, guys, by the way, always check out uh, KYGY2K <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, we just put up some of our shorts. We did This Week in Nostalgia, where we were talking about uh, the sad deaths of Kevin Conroy, Jason David Franks. Also talked about me getting a new video game console for the first time in 20 fucking years. And, yeah, I bought an Xbox Series X because I wanted to catch up. And, you know, the very first video game I played on my brand new Xbox Series X? What? 2005's Resident Evil 4. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know where to fucking start. And I haven't played that game in a bit. All right. So you're wrapped. Um, I mean, I could have just gone to, like, but... I, I played 20,940 minutes. That's 73% more than everyone else. Wow. Aren't you big? That's right. Um, all right, but, now we're roughly on the same page, I think. All right, I just want to know what your your top five musicians. I swear are. to God, this actually says different than the other day. Um, my top song of the year, because that's what I'm on. Oh, you're on songs. Okay. Was "Fish and Whistle" by John Prine, a song I only discovered this year, but I love. I did like that song when you played it for me. John Prine rules. Um, okay, but what are your top five? I don't know. I guess I'm in songs. I don't know how this works. You just have to, well, um, just go to the end. I'm pretty sure the end just, like, tells just you. Just shows everything. Yeah. Well, so, my top five artists, since you're taking forever, I was trying to let you go first, is Nine Inch Nails, Six Years Running, Nine Inch Nails. Damn. I'm always nervous every year that's not going to be that. Just because now I'm like, I've got a streak. Slipknot, odd one. Um, the Beatles. Also, while my, one of my favorite bands, an odd top five for me, truly. Um, Lana Del Rey for the second year in a row. Mm. I'll take it. I'm into some sad girl music now. And the Smashing Pumpkins. What about you? My top five artists. Surprising that I need to point out that the main thing I use Spotify for is listening to new music. Uh, I have playlists that are just like, you know, I've never listened to this album. I heard good things on this, and I'll immediately grab the whole album, throw it in a playlist. As a result, I was a little shocked of mine, because my, my point being, because it's a lot of new music, there's not a lot of repeat plays. So, my top five artists were, number one, Children of Bodom. You mean, uh, Cradle of Filth. Yeah, that's number three. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, however, there's a very good reason for this. I know I listened to their entire discography at least once this year. Because the dude died? He died in January 2022. I forgot that he died in this year. Oh, wow. Okay. Actually, he died a few weeks before, but they just like didn't tell anybody. How did you forget he was on the Sgt. Pepper cover this year? Was he? No, no, no. Yeah, he was. What's hilarious is I pointed out on the Sgt. Pepper cover, and it was a dude from Cradle of Filth who died. Oh, no. Wow. Dang it. Uh, oh, yeah, really yeah. If you, if you look up online, uh, uh, Celebrity Deaths, Sergeant Peppers, there's somebody who the last six years has been taking all the dead celebrities and putting them in a uh, mock-up of Sergeant Peppers, and it's really cool and fun to go through. Anyway, number one, Chodron Bodam. Number two, Dream Theater. Number three, Cradle of Filth. Not the same band, Miss Perry. They are. Number four, your friend and mine, Tom Waits. And number five, David Bowie. See, okay, so normally my top five consists of Bowie is on there, Deftones is on there, Against Me is on there, mm. Smashing Pumpkins. I want to go through the songs now. I didn't um, see the songs. But like. obviously, Nine Inch Nails remains to be the top one. Um, and Wait, you didn't see your songs? Well, uh, like I said, I clicked on the wrong thing at, at first. It was just showing me the songs. Oh, are we going over songs? I guess we could. Okay, well, my top songs were... Ironically, none of my top songs were by the top bands. So it was Random Hearts by Tom Gable. Um, the 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 F... Not not fuck. The other F word by Korn. Oh, God. I don't know how that ended up on there. Probably from running again. Volcano Girls. Nice. By Veruca Salt. Rebel Girl, of course, by Bikini Kill. And Pardon Me by Incubus. Wow. So mine was uh, Fish and Whistle. Hilariously, The World Ain't Slowing Down by Ellis Paul, which is not a song I like. I only put it on because I have it connected with a moment from Ron and Fez that, like, it just makes me smile when I hear it. And Fez Watley also died this year. That was this year. year. It might have been last year. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, one of the hosts, Fez Watley, was famously in the closet for forever, and it was, like, the worst kept secret one ever. One of the hosts of Ron and Fez. Yes, Fez Watley. Yeah, but I think you just said one of the hosts, but you didn't specify it. He's one of the, the hosts oh, of the Ron and Fez show. Yeah, <laughs> you're still doing it. Um, but anyway, yeah, had been in the closet for a long time and was teasing one episode that he was going to come out of the closet. They had a secret to tell. And he revealed that he was dating another disc jockey's sister. And it was just, it, it was all very, very fake. But then he asked them to, you know, could you could you bring up this song? I want to do a, uh, I want to do a tribute to my DD Rocks. And then in the middle, they just start playing, like, old clips of him saying, like, very, like, like Tobias Funke, like, very, uh. very gay things, like, <laughs> why does my back smell like chlorine? And they're just playing it over his tribute song to his oh fake God. girlfriend. And it's that, because it's the cheesiest, hold on, everybody knows this song, I'm just going to play it for a second. It's like VH1 rock at its finest. So j- just imagine gay jokes all over the top. Of Jesus. That. Um, number three, fucking baffling. Amber by Three Eleven. When have you ever put that? Song I on? have no idea. I don't like. Look, it's not even like one of my hearted favorited songs, and I try to favorite every song I really like. The space between. 
Space Between's a rocking song. Fuck you. I'm surprised. That's number six. I'm surprised Creed isn't on this. I'm not surprised. Creed might be on this. With arms. Oh, by the way, by the way, uh, we are doing a comedy and music show tomorrow night that we've been practicing for. And one of the songs that one of the artists picked was uh, Higher by Creed. Last night we rehearsed it for the first time. And I start playing the... And then we get to the part where the vocals start. And the guy reading off his phone just starts going... Well, I just heard the news. To Rob, that was the wrong song. Rob Cruz meant fucking uh, with arms wide open <laughs> this entire time and just never corrected himself. Oh, my God. So, wait, what song are you doing? We're doing higher. We're probably not doing either now because he's got fucking strep throat. Uh, number four, Guilty Pleasure of Mine. I don't know why I listen to it so much. All My Life by Casey and JoJo. Okay. Great middle school dance song. And number five, Out of Reach by the Get Up Kids. Although, I will tell you what would have been much higher on there would have been Out in the Graveyard by the band Unto Others. I love that song. I played that song a ton this year. But for a good chunk of the year, it was only on uh, Sound Camp. Wait, what was the Get Up Kids song that you were like, I didn't know they did this song. And I'm like, I did. they didn't. It was a cover. Uh, oh, it was the Cure song. That's right. <laughs> Which reminds me, um, so we watch this guy, Todd in the Shadows, on YouTube, and he does a, a one-hit Wonderland. And, 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 and train records. Don't sleep on train records. No, but I'm referring to one-hit Wonderland specifically. Uh-huh. Wow. And he has not put one out in like three months, and we've been dying for one. So Jesse is out rehearsing, and I see Todd post one, and it is Your Woman by White Town, and I am so excited, and I take a screenshot and send it to Jesse. He's like, why is it always a song I don't know? And I'm like, don't worry, you know this song. It comes on, and he doesn't fucking know this song. Never heard it. I'm like, have you lived under a rock? So if you don't know Your Woman by White Town, please tell me. Somewhere on social. I don't even remember how it goes right now. I'm trying. He plays. Uh, that's the one thing I with these videos. I can never be your woman. Dun, 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 dun. Like the Darth Vader uh, thing. Dun, dun, so that is the one thing with those videos is that when they're discussing the song, he, he plays the song a million fucking times. And even with that, I don't remember a note. Insane, insane. It's everywhere. Whatever. Anyway, but it was good. But if you don't know that song, please tell me. Cause what song did I play you the other day that immediately got stuck in your head and you were annoyed? I don't know, but now we're done. All of them? I don't need to. Yeah. Um, mm. But it's not in my head anymore, so that's all that matters. But, yeah. So, we wanted to talk about Wednesday and Morticia, who are two goth icons, but very different. Yeah. And, because we are watching Wednesday, like we said. And... It's interesting because as a kid, I feel like you relate to Wednesday. And as a teenager, you relate to Wednesday. And I don't know when I became more Morticia. Mm -hmm. But it it happens. What what makes you more Morticia? Um, Well, I'm definitely less like screw the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's a lot of Wednesday. Um, I think I have a lot of love. I mean, obviously... I am a parent now. I think I'm more, like, eccentric and quirky than I am moody. Right. I'm, like, that kind of goth now. Yeah, I I lose a lot of the, uh... Well, actually, no, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I lose some of the misanthropeness. I'm like, no, I still write off huge swaths of people. 
Yeah, and I can be like, I can still be moody and melancholy sometimes, but I would say in general, like, that is how I define my gothness as being, like, a little more on the eccentric side. Uh Um, It's more mature. Um, You know, like, liking, like, oddities and stuff. Uh You know what's funny? This discussion is making me hate the show a little more. I, I like the show, but one of the things we talked about is it's kind of like, what if, what if the Adams family had their own Hogwarts? Yeah, we did say because she's the only one that's eccentric. Everybody else is like a fucking mermaid or a vampire or some shit. Yeah, her weird werewolf roommate who's like really girly. Yeah, none of them are just like straight. Like, oh, uh, one of the best things ever is uh, when they do Mamushka in the Adams family movie, mm. and they invite all the other Adamses, and it's just, like, dudes with fucking humpbacks and Cousin It and Siamese twins. Well, it's funny because, um... Uh... Uh, you made me lose my... Oh, they have the Pilgrims. Yeah. As, like, the bad guys in this show. And I'm like, that's gotta be a nod to Adam's Family Values, which, yeah. can we all agree, is a better movie than the first Adam's Family. I can't even remember the first Adam's Family. Yeah. You should watch the Nostalgia Critic on that. It's really good. I'm gonna okay. I, I'm gonna throw something weird at you. Yeah, I'm really curious. Um, would you hook up with Siamese twins? No. What if it, what if it was just one of them? What if they each had their own donger? Probably not. What if he's super cute? <laughs> super cute conjoined yeah. twin who has his own penis. I think the two penises would freak me out more. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, you, you don't have to do anything with the other one. They have a brotherly agreement. He just he just like zones out. But it feels like the more separated they are, the more it just feels like someone else is in the room. See, I I just I thought of this before because there was those well, the, the, there's the famous uh the the Ansley twins Chang are and Ansley. Ang. Well, Chang and Ang, but they each <laughs> I love Chang and Ang because they each first off they fought for the fucking Confederacy. Um, oh wow! Yeah. They married a pair of sisters, but the sisters didn't get along, so they lived in separate houses one week on, one week off. Oh, wow. So crazy. And after they died, they found out they had, like, a single blood vessel holding them together. They could have been separated at any point. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they could have easily been cut apart. Wow. But they left. Um, Where were they conjoined? They were conjoined, like, uh, like, a fiber at the hip. Like, they just had, like, a chunk there. So they were, like, fully... They were pretty independent. Wow. Yeah. But uh, the I think they're the Ansley twins, but they've been on a lot of like the early 90s stuff. They were uh, Siamese twins who basically shared almost... Conjoined. Conjoined, yes. Um, pretty much shared almost everything, but they had a broad back and like two heads, meaning like there's only, there's only one private part to go around, meaning they're going to have to fall for the same dude... Or they're gonna have to gonna have to share. I'm so confused how you thought of this. I mentioned there were conjoined twins at the Adams family party. Oh, and of course your mind went there. All right, my next question: You think cousin it's fucking hot under? What do you think cousin it? Yo, I know has like people hair? who are into cousin it. People, there's a fetish for fucking everything, and they're all dumb. At least thing to me makes more sense. It's lustrous hair. Got to give it that. Right, but like at least thing is like a hand. Oh yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, if I got a hand job from Thing, would that be gay? <laughs> Why do you assume Thing's a boy? I think they give him male pronouns. Mm. Maybe not on this show, but uh, the old one. True. 
Because I've he identifies. I always just thought they referred to him as thing. But see, now mm. I'm saying him. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but we know Joan Cusack would go for Fester. Yeah. Um, man, what a good movie. We need to watch that. We should. Um, yeah, Morticia. Well, keep in mind there's also different Morticias. Uh, very true. The original one on the TV show, and I know there were other ones other than that, but the original one on the TV show was very, like, she was a little more, like, Lily Munster-esque, where she was kind of normal, but just happened to be freaky. Yeah, she felt, like, more glamorous to me, too. Yeah. I like her over the Angelica Houston one, too. Yeah, the, the, the coolest thing about Angelica Houston is just... The fucking backflips they did to like creepily frame her eyes. Yeah. In, in, sh- in shadow. What about Gomez? How do you feel about Gomez? You know what's funny? There was a controversy Mi when, amor. when they first uh, showed who was playing Lu- Luis Guzman and um, Catherine Zeta Jones mm-hmm. in the new one. Right. And a lot of people were pissed off about Luis Guzman because, like, Gomez is supposed to be hot. And then everybody's showing, like, the original comics, like, Gomez is not supposed to be hot. Mm. Like,. And by the way, the other really confusing thing that a lot of people only found out during this, Catherine Zeta-Jones, not Hispanic. I want to look up Charles Adams Gomez. Okay. But uh, yeah, not Hispanic. She is Welsh. But one of the funny things we discussed is it was very obvious right away that they had hired a an Hispanic uh, actress to play Wednesday. And uh, yeah, there's that immediately like... like Oh, yeah, her fucking father's name is Gomez. Like, of course, why wouldn't she be Hispanic? And surprisingly, like, it looks pretty good, the, you know, pale Hispanic. Like, no part of me is ever, like, not to mention, by the way, you're a fucking dork if you think this anyway, but no part of me is ever like, eh, I don't know, I think I I need a white Wednesday. The Hispanic Wednesday is taking me out of it a little bit. Oh, well, I mean, people will find a reason to complain about any race other than white playing something. But wait, you, but how do you feel about Gomez? You didn't answer me. Do you have any? Oh, I think it's total. For, do you feel thing. any? There's plenty of adaptations. Nobody, Raul Julia created his Gomez. I agree. A he lot is of people probably don't my think favorite Gomez. He is. The insanity that he went into this basic family movie, and he just told them right out of the gate, like, I'm going to be screaming every fucking scene. Get ready. Like, if you have not watched The Addams Family since you were a kid, go back and watch Addams Family, Addams Family Values, and watch the performances of Raul Julia, and you're going to be like, holy shit, this guy. I feel like he was the sexiest of the Gomez's, though. Oh, easy, easy. John Aston was a little fucking rat face. <laughs> he, was, he was a rat face, and his son was a hobbit, so. Yeah, but his son was adopted. Doesn't matter how it got there. Hobbit it be. Right, but they, they, they don't look the same. Um, if I have to rank hottest, Angelica Houston was never hot to me. No, I didn't ask hot. Well, well you, you asked me to I write said, right. hot Gomez. Do you relate to Gomez at all, though? Uh, I, I love my wife. I feel thank you. I, I think I probably relate more to Fester, especially in, 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 <laughs> not, especially, especially in the movie, feeling like an outcast and not belonging. Aw, a little oaf. Yeah, a little oaf. I just want to fucking sword dance as well but I, i'm not good at it. no one's gonna judge no, me i'm just in it for your money baby exactly um i would love to know what morticia's maiden name is let me look this up that sounds like a fucking deep cut information that would still be out there somewhere 
Um, but yes, I, I feel like Morticia is more mature and more glamorous. Like, I would rather wear Morticia's clothes at this mm -hmm. point in my life than Wednesday's clothes. Although I Ooh. probably dress more like Wednesday still than Morticia. Morticia, for one thing, has an older sister named Ophelia. Oh, that was on our name list. Yep. In the television series, her mother was named Hester Frump. Ooh, in the original series, Uncle Fester is Morticia's uncle. Oh, yeah. not Wednesday and... Because in the it, movies, it, it, he's Gomez's brother. brother. It says, in the television series, Morticia's mother, parentheses, Uncle Fester's sister. That makes sense, because yeah. why would they call him Uncle Fester? Yeah. Um, Morticia, Morticia's maiden name is Frump. What? Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. She is anything but. Um, but yeah, I guess I have to give it to, uh, you know, I'll give it to the uh, original one. Because she has, like, she she really defined What's her name? It. Carolyn Jones? Carolyn I James, I think. Okay. But she, like, originates, she's got, like, the hobble skirt. Which was such a weird thing. Do you know what a hobble skirt is? No. A hobble skirt is the kind of a skirt that balloons a, a little bit, uh, flares a little around the hips, but then tapers back down to keep the feet close together. Uh, so all you can do is kind of, like, around the house. Hmm. Ophelia wouldn't have been a bad name if we went with that. Nah, that wouldn't have been bad. We liked we liked Fee too. Fee is nice. Yeah. Oh well, too late. Too Violet late. it is. Violet, Violet indeed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we uh, for the record, our child's name is not actually Violet. No, you're not allowed to know our child's name you well, unless know we it. unless we forget to edit it. Yeah. Have an episode. Um, but yeah. No, I, I feel like our house is a little Adam's day. Adam, I almost said Adam's day. Adam's family feeling. Yeah, I, I don't know if we've related the story before, but uh, our neighbor had to stop by once because we'd taken in packages for him while he was away. And he came in. And this was like early October or like I think November. Point is, he looked at our wall and saw like, you know, the painting of a woman with a rabbit's head and Mermaid Anatomy, and Dracula, and Nightmare on Elm Street, and a raven. All and the things. a small bookcase, and a Children of Bodom record. And he asked, like, oh, decorated for ha for Halloween? And it's like, no, we're, we're spooky year-round. <laughs> yes. Although our Christmas tree is just Christmas tree. There's a Nightmare Before Christmas in there. Well, yeah, but that's not, like, that strange for our generation. No. Although, if anyone knows where to get a cool tree topper can you please add us because we need a tree topper i can't find like a cool pagan star i can't find mm -hmm. well hey the fact that we even have a christmas tree means we're do doing pagan shit already i know that is the only way Yggdrasil, the and, world tree and apparently we're like the only one of our friends that have a real tree do you guys get real trees i'm curious yeah do you guys get real trees or do you do it the wrong way yeah I don't know how it's, I don't know. I don't get the fake plastic, fake plastic tree thing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so we're, that's, meh. Yeah, I think we're done. Yeah, although I will just add, we are definitely Gomez and Morticia 
because our cats are definitely Wednesday and, and Pugsley. Oh, yeah. One's black. Like I said, the other one is black and white, but, like, his fur is so coarse and so randomly. He looks like he was sewn out of carpet and samples. And he's, like, chubby and, like, awkward. And Lilith is a little moody and little slinky cat. Mm. Which is funny because we almost named her Wednesday. And, we decided to and then we that. went with Lilith. And then when we got Apollo, we were like, fuck. He's Pugsley. We really should have named her Wednesday. Yeah. That's all right. That would have been too on the nose. So, anything else, baby? Uh, KYGY2K, everybody. Yeah, next week we are joined by my mom, who hated the first 20 minutes of recording. <laughs> it was very uncomfortable. She is not a performer. Um, No, that's the problem. She thought she needed to perform. So uh, the, first, the first, like, 10 minutes or so are a little, like, um, a little awkward. But when she stops talking to the audience and starts talking to me... It's a good time. You should yeah. check out Grandma oh, Goth or oh. Goth Grandma Goth. Well, one goth, one grandma. thing to mention: you had definitely an elder Goth moment uh, this week. You you I did. Bo- you bonded with a neighbor over a uh, over a murder podcast. Oh, basically. over an SVU podcast. Same thing, murder plus perverts. Oh yeah, uh, that's messed up. Yes, at our neighborhood happy hour, that's messed up is great. Next to SVU a bonfire podcast. Yes, where I proceeded to get very drunk because I did not eat enough. I already forgot that happened. Oh, my God. I didn't. That was terrible. Yeah, you're drunk. That was not fun. Everybody in the club getting drunk. It was the kind of drunk that makes you be like, I never want to drink again. It was one of those drunks. And then add a kid on top of it. Poor Jesse had to take care of me and the baby. It's okay. I did it. I did it thanklessly. No, she was appreciative. But uh, I do it because I love you. Thanks, baby. Moshari. Thanks. Oh god! I saw I I saw a meme that went viral that unfortunately was fake. It was purported to be from the original script for the Adams Family. Okay. And it was just a little dialogue like Gomez says whatsoever, and then in parentheses it says uh, again this being a script like to whoever's reading this producers just so you know it needs to be implied not literally because it's a kid movie that these people are just fucking all the time like every time the camera is not on gomez and morticia his head is under her skirt they're going at it against the oh furniture this is my vision i will fucking walk if we don't take this interpretation that was all in a meme well like i said it looked like it was actually on the script oh okay which weird things like that have been done do you know in script form we can stop after this in script form <laughs> the original title of uh the film american pie no the title on the screenplay for the original draft of American Pie was Untitled Teen Sex Comedy That Could Be Made for Under $30 Million and Bring In a Bunch of Money and Spawn a Franchise. Oh, wow. Yeah, so tongue-in-cheek bullshit like that can fly sometimes. Well, there you go. So, all right. Well, like I said, tune in next week. Hear my mom, a.k.a. your goth grandmom. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And until next time, bye. See you. So